Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Friday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily World Cup podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Of course, you can check me out on Drive later today from 4pm or or you can see me live on TV at 9pm for Football Bloody Hell. That's on Talk TV. Make sure you join me for that. I think it's Sky Channel 522. If it's not, just find it, but it is. Anyway, only two days to go until Sunday's World Cup final where France will play Argentina. It's live on TalkSport. More on that in a bit, but first, there's some seismic news in terms of that dreaded European Super League. The ESL Rebel 3 of Real Madrid, Barcelona and Juve have been dealt a huge blow in their legal case against UEFA's monopoly. Experts have said the governing body has legitimate power over club competitions. However, would you believe, former Palace Mona owner Simon Jordan said that if a better ESL idea comes along, UEFA and FIFA can't have a monopoly. One of the reasons that the European Super League didn't come off the ground, not just fan resistance, not just the ridiculous nature of the cowardice of clubs that decided to participate and then didn't want to go the whole hog because they, as I use the analogy, got off the stall in the first round, didn't throw a punch, sat down and quit. Right? Why did you bother in the first place? Is the lack of financial uh, support behind it. Five billion was what was being put behind this. If someone comes along and puts 15, 20 billion because they can see the potential of a tournament of this scale, again, this conversation will come again. If it then becomes steeped in meritocracy, steeped in promotion and relegation, steeped in benefits that supersede that of UEFA, yeah. why would we just suggest that UEFA and FIFA sit in an, in an environment where they're unchallengeable? Because we've seen what they're capable of. But I also don't believe that allowing one entity to have complete and utter unchallengeable autonomy over something is a recipe for competition to evolve. And we all know that football is going to have to keep on generating revenue because this gravy train of player salaries and the cost implications of football clubs isn't going to stop anytime soon. We also know that the questioning of distribution from UEFA by football clubs, including the Juventus of the world, that are in a bit of a disarray at this moment in time because of their own issues, are about the amount of money that UEFA retain, about how it's distributed, which advertisers they choose to go through. But there are a variety of ways that this will come back. But the real reason why it loses the argument, and will always lose the argument, and yeah. was always going to lose the argument, yeah. is because if you're proposing a cartel, you can't then accuse UEFA of being anti-competitive because you, by the very definition of your existence, were being anti-competitive. So it was a okay. fishing expedition. They might have landed a blow. They might not. But it will. As sure as day follows night, it will come again. 
Now, ex-Arsenal chairman David Dean described the verdict as a victory for meritocracy and says it may have influenced Manchester United and Liverpool's owners' decision to sell. I think it's very welcome news. As you know, my own personal opinion was that I found the whole concept of the Super League abhorrent. I thought that um, it wasn't in the best interest of football generally. And I'm pleased it was consigned to the waste paper basket. And uh, let's hope now we can move on because I think it would, be, it would have been a serious threat to the Champions League and, of course, to the domestic leagues in Europe, particularly to, to the Premier League, who would have suffered. Um, so now I, I think we can all move on with, with that threat uh, taken about, although there is still, I understand, a further judgment to be heard later on. But let's hope this is indicative and that it really won't come back again. I think UEFA are surprised that the courts have come out so strongly at this initial hearing in their favour. Has it surprised you as well? I was open-minded, you know, you can tell with court hearings, but the fact that it is in UEFA's favour is very important for the game because the game must be, must be based on democracy, it must be based on fairness, and it must be based on, on merit. The game itself, you've got 11 against 11, you want an even playing field. It just cannot be by selectivity that because a club happens to be Juventus or Manchester United or Arsenal, that they can just be catapulted into a sterile league without promotion and relegation. I find that wrong. I think you get there by merit. And I think UEFA and indeed FIFA have their competitions, which are sound and based on, on merit. And that's the way it should be. Is that how you see it? Is this a victory for meritocracy? Well, I think it is a victory for meritocracy, although it's not a final victory, but it's certainly a very good indication. And uh, I'm delighted. And what does it mean, do you think, for the future of, of English football? We know that Manchester United and, uh, and Liverpool are already up for sale. Do you think some clubs' owners now, their appetite to, to continue uh, to, to lead the clubs may be diminished by this? Certainly Liverpool and Manchester United, are, are, my own personal opinion is that I think perhaps one of the reasons why they have been put up for sale is the fact that of the, of the failure of the, of the Super League concept. And um, maybe they'll think that it's, it's harder now to reach the goal that they were thinking of and it's going to take longer um, but uh, so be it whatever happens sport is a sport and it's got to be based on meritocracy that's that's my starting and finishing point now qatar 2022 is nearly over and there have been some memorable times along the way it has been a world cup like no other well in fact they're all the same but you know what i mean Anyway, some of our TalkSport presenters and pundits, including Laura Woods, Stuart Pearce, Ali McQuist and Gabby Bonahor, have been looking back on their jolly and their standout moments across the tournament. This World Cup, the best Christmas present ever. It's been bamboozling this World Cup for so many different reasons. What a terrific strike it is from Sunny Maldazri and Saudi Arabia are in front. Never heard anything like it. It was just incredible and a real moment for, for Saudi Arabia. And it was the first kind of moment in this competition that I felt like the World Cup had started. That was it when it kicked in for me. Argentina have beaten the greatest day in Saudi Arabian football in history. Japan-Spain game. Last group game. The group kept changing. Costa Rica have scored again! Germany and Spain are heading out of the World Cup! These are scenes that you just cannot believe! Japan were out, then yeah. they're in. Yeah. Germany were in, then they're out. And Japan lead by two goals to one! They have turned this around. One of the most dramatic nights of group stage football in World Cup history. On a night where all four nations at one stage 
were about to be eliminated. It was incredible. Japanese fans, magnificent. That, for me, was the big one. I've said the performance of the tournament for me was uh, Morocco's against Portugal. Stand by it. Yusuf Nasiri beating Diego Costa to the high ball. It was absolutely special. It was brilliant. Really enjoyed it. The fans were superb. It is a victory for Morocco. Africa as a semi-finalist for the first time ever. To go to a World Cup, to be privileged enough to work on it, to do Brazil at a World Cup felt special. This is the Brazil we all came to see at the World Cup. And then to witness arguably the goal of the tournament as well. Richarlison overhead kick! What a goal! One of the greatest in World Cup history! Special moment and it was my birthday so it was like so many box ticked in uh, in one go. It was just a, a special evening. Messi has just ripped them apart. I had to drop my microphone and just applaud what I'd just seen. Incredible. Finally watched Messi live, probably my last chance. And just to get the feel of, like, what he means to Argentina fans. I had goosebumps in the stadium. Messi that takes the widespread acclaim of everybody here in the cell. The way the fans reacted to him, it was like he was a god. And I could imagine that's what it was like when Maradona played for Argentina. The same sort of feeling of like, you've got a god on the pitch. And this is why I love this game so, so much. On now to the Premier League. And as we told you in the previous episode of the podcast, Man United winger Jadon Sancho has been placed on an individual training programme over the World Cup break because he isn't physically or mentally ready to play. On the TalkSport Breakfast Show, Arsenal Invincible Ray Parler and the former Villa captain Gabby Agbonahor discussed what must happen for Sancho to get back on the pitch for his club. When you do delete your Instagram posts, there's something that's not... Do you know what I mean? Something that's upsetting you, you're not yourself. Mm. And for him not to be, you know, with Manchester United and training with them, I think it's more, not physically, I think mentally. You know, maybe um, his mental health isn't at the right place where it should be. And Worse than lack of confidence. Yeah, I think, I think it's a bit of both, lack of confidence. And, you know, he's probably down, you know, he's probably thought to himself, I'm this young lad playing my best footballer at Borussia Dortmund, I get my big move. I'm playing for England and all of a sudden I'm out of the England squad. I see my mates going to the World Cup and it's probably took his toll on him. And he's obviously struggling at the moment. He needs to support his family, his teammates, and he needs, you know, people to um, be there for him. He's been reading so many comments yeah. about his career so far and his form's gone. We all know that. And that's why he wasn't in the England squad and Gareth made some big decisions. You know, sometimes you need that little bit of a break just to get yourself back together and say, look, Right, I know exactly. I'm clear-minded now. I'm going to go back in and show everybody who's been having a go at me how good I am. And that's mm. what he's got to do. He's got to roll his sleeves up. I'm afraid. Go and train a little bit harder. Make sure you put the energy in every single week. Some look, you know, everybody's going to have a bad game here and now, but you want to see the desire. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode of the Talksport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent a Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. On now to Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show with myself, Andy Goldstein, and of course the Lego King, Sunset Boar, Darren Ambrose. It's Messi, it's left footed, and he's placed it into the top right hand corner. He adds even more to his folklore. He's just scored the goal that has propelled Argentina towards the 2022 World Cup final. If the Argentina side win it, hmm. a lot of their players are going to effectively throw their phone away or turn it off for a few days, go back to Buenos Aires and celebrate. Yeah. And that means players like Martinez, Alvarez, McAllister as well, Brian, won't be going back for that Premier League game over the Christmas period. They'll just yeah. be off celebrating. I haven't got a problem with a player missing a game, a league game, because they've won the World Cup. But you do, right? I do, yeah. Tell me why they shouldn't be allowed to celebrate. They should definitely be allowed to celebrate, but they shouldn't. the celebration shouldn't go into the, the, the time that they have, when the, particularly the Premier League. I get the, the, the League Cups coming up before the first Premier League game. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But Premier League game, your club's the one who pays you the money. They're the ones who pays your wages. There's, there's like Martinez, for instance, Man- Manchester United going for top four. It could be the difference between getting it or not. You're never going to know, for instance, but he's one of their best defenders. So... If the club's paying you, I think they need to go back to the club. And I don't think you should be allowed extra time to celebrate. Well, that's it again. Thanks for listening on Twitch. Wherever you get your podcast from, I'm back on Andy Gossie's Drive Time Show at 4pm today. And of course on Football Bloody Hell, on TV, on Talk TV, actually, tonight at 9 o'clock. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talks with Daily Podcasts at first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.